No, I'm not. I'm going live right now, trying to get this. What do you got to do? Right, it's... What's happening, Dolphins fans? We're here at a, another episode of the Finns Tailgate. I am your host, El Capitan. I got Mike on the mic on here with me and Big Kev. I'm gonna bring him in now. Um, guys, it was a it was a piss poor performance from the team to say the least. Uh I mean, it it, it literally crumbled. The team got disheveled. There was penalties, there was, I mean, two I, 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 I've been a big defender of Tua um, from all the reasons that I agree with everyone about Tua's negativity or the lack thereof good parts about his game. And uh, I mean, I have no, I have nothing to stand on him now. You know, I had always thought in my head that when the, when the light shines brightest is when he'll step up and that's not what happened today. He, slipped right out of his small hands i mean everything with the ball the every ball he threw either sailed or was undershot he wasn't on the page with parker all day and it looked like parker was pissed he was pissed uh, i don't know kev what do you think bud i mean he had the one good throw <laughs> he did to waddle down the field and we yeah, were texting finally finally they took the shot you know but it's unfortunately they are who i thought they were um, the old Dennis Green quote. They are. I mean, it's a team that we talked about yesterday. They have they're defensive minded, but we're very limited defensively because our linebackers got exposed big time today in the run big game time. and in the pass game. Um, at times, at times it feels like we just can't get out of our own way. It's just it's nonstop third and long, nonstop third and long non-stop third and long and it's just you'll never we're never going to be successful that way it's just not going to happen well <clears throat> the running game sorry and by the way guys i'm a little sick so pardon me but the the running game today i didn't think it was half bad i thought the o-line played decent i thought we had some good holes and then they just never they, they didn't <clears throat> stick with it we threw the ball three times well, you, as much you as can't the run the ball today. when you're down 21 no I know no that, bro, but they didn't even they didn't even like implement it it's a wet rainy game yet the first like five plays in a row to a drop back to throw the ball why 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 well and we talked about it yesterday we pulled out all those trick plays you know tennessee had to be chomping at the bit at that point yep. because the I mean, second they, they saw them they were like it's row. over yeah, it, it was just – and Tua – you know, all, all of us yesterday, we agreed. We were all in on Tua, but I think it maybe some people may have misunderstood. We were all in on Tua because he's our quarterback right now. Am I, you have to be. Am yeah. I for 
maybe moving on from Tua. Yeah, man, if there's somebody, if Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or, or uh, you know, Deshaun Watson become available, I'm not going to be mad if they go get one of those three guys after watching a game like today because, you know, you had said it yesterday, Chris, we were talking about just a minute ago how, you know, when the lights are on, Tua shines the brightest, but today he showed us different. And he just, he had one chance. He had this game to go out and change the narrative. And it didn't, it didn't happen. Well, it didn't change the narrative for the whole team either. It just shows that yep. we were a team that we beat the teams we're supposed to beat and we lose the teams we're supposed to lose to. Yeah, that's the it's the saddest part because as Dolphin fans, we're all getting hyped. We're, we're, we're controlling our own destiny. And, and it seems like more of the same where we're controlling our own destiny, just take care of business, beat your ex you know what I'm saying? Beat, beat yep. Tennessee, show Tannehill what's up, and what do they do? They get walloped. No touchdowns. Even Sanders missed a field goal. It was ugly on every aspect of the team. The linebackers got exposed. They, it was just Big a, time. It was a brutal beatdown, man. Brutal beatdown. I, I mean, just I, can't get the I just can't get the balls that kept sailing out of my head. Like I thought Tua was better than that. I thought. You know, right. I, and I want to say that he was hurt. I really do, but like I can't get him out of my What's head. Up, Ty? It, it's, yeah, what up, Ty? It's literally like just that's all I can see after this game is over is the balls that just if he had put him on the money, we were still in the game. He just if he was the guy I've seen the last it. couple of weeks. Where'd that guy go? Where'd the guy go that was putting darts in everyone? I mean, was it that wet? I mean, I I don't know. I don't know. Probably do competition ramped up. Competition's the competition ramped up. You're playing a playoff team. Proves that we're not at that level. Yeah, that's yesterday. It's not there yet. You know, it's a measuring stick game, and yeah, we didn't measure up once again. And I, you know, I'm sitting here watching with my buddy the Cowboys game on, and uh, you know, I'm hoping that maybe they can change their fortune because they're been just as bad as we have. But I'm tired as a Dolphins fan. I'm just tired of watching the same thing happen every year, late season, um, and, and and it hurts. It just, you know, we have to. We're sitting here wanting to talk about them and and give our life to talking about this team, but they need to give us something to be hopeful for too. I'll still talk about them, but to give us something to talk about. Yeah, that's for certain, man. There's, there's something to talk about and it's a whole <laughs> lot of bad. something. that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm just man. tired of talking bad about the team. <clears throat> I, I, I don't, don't want to talk you know, bad about the team. Exactly. We don't, we don't usually. But you have uh, to be realistic. The fact of the matter guys, is I just, watch sports because I want my team to win. I want my team to compete for championships. I'm not here to be the good Samaritan team of the league. I want to win championships. You know, like yeah, we have a bunch I, of great guys I'm on our team. I'm not here for the participation. That's great. Trophy. I want to win. We're not winning. Dang. That Dang a lot Dang. of it has to go on Coach Flores too. You can't just forget all of this because he could have easily he he's just as much to blame in stunting to his growth as anybody because he could have so, easily came out shut the narrative down. Two is our guy, no matter what. Yeah, but he didn't. That's right. Did you did y'all notice it was uh, in the first quarter and Flores was hot after they scored that touchdown pass at the defensive. Uh, I guess the guy was calling the defensive yep. plays. I think he started the game out with not calling the plays again, and I just don't understand why he keeps doing that. I, wonder, yeah, I don't know. Man, that's I didn't. I, you know what? I didn't notice that fact. I did see him hot, but I didn't think about that. Maybe he wasn't calling the plays. We you didn't do – dude, did y'all see a single cover zero, like, blitz? I mean, I saw Brandon Jones go once in the first quarter, and then after that, I just – I felt like we just – we got safe. We were scared almost. It's almost like we were, we were playing scared from a coaching standpoint and from an offensive and defensive standpoint. 
Yeah, Ty, we'll get we'll get to the other games in a little bit, man, because uh, there was some other good things that happened on some games. But we're uh, we're immersed in the commercing of how crappy the team performed today. It was pretty ugly, guys. Um, you know, I, I at the beginning of the game, I'm sitting here and watching and it seems like are those first few drives, especially in the fourth quarter, all we did was throw. It's like we didn't even try to run the ball. And every time we did, you know, if there was success, I mean, how many times do we see today Duke Johnson get the ball either in a pass or, or, or something else and, and a nice run, and then he comes trotting off the field? What was going mm-hmm. on? It's a wet, rainy game. What kind of game plan did they have here? We're how many gonna- carries did Philip Lindsay have? I, I don't know, but a lot more than he had more than Duke. So uh, what I don't understand is Duke just, was averaging seven yards a carry at one point. Just why, a, why we stopped giving him? Yeah, Duke got seven carries. Know. Yeah, Philip Lindsay got two. I know. Well, Miles. So we ran the ball sixteen times. Yeah. Well, if you guys looked at Tannehill's numbers, they only had Tannehill throw like 18, 19 times the whole game, and he had like a hundred and. 25 yards or something like that. I don't know. It was very no, low he was, pedestrian numbers. He was 18 for 38, 205 yards and a pick. He averaged 5.4 yards of completion. And 18 for sacks. 38? Yeah. See, when I quit watching the game, and I'm not going to lie because I had to set all this up, uh, I quit watching. I didn't even see that last touchdown scored. When when they when Gesicki booted the ball in the air and gave it to the defender – I had to walk out the room because my I didn't want to break the television. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, two or four yeah, times as well. My, yeah, that was ugly too. But his small hands had had something to do with that. We mentioned that in the text, but he only um, lost one, but still, my feed cut out, and I usually I'm scrambling to get it back. But <clears throat> yep, I didn't care at that point. I, was I watched the whole miserable thing, man. Yeah, yeah I, uh, I, I would. Christian Wilkins played good. He's about the only one. He had 11 tackles. Dude, Christian Wilkins Jesus. definitely was uh, for was a defensive and, to... for a defensive tackle. That's that's absurd. Yeah. yeah, no, Christian Wilkins definitely did good. He played good. Yeah, he did. He looked he looked pretty awesome. He really did. I, yeah, I, but that's you know, about it. I, yeah. I saw – we saw so many good things over the seven-game win streak, and then we talked about it yesterday, how, like, this is the moment when everything – they just do something different, and they just change it up for no reason. Everything's been working. This is the moment when we can show everybody that, hey, look, those of y'all that haven't seen this, we're still pretty good, and – they went out and they changed up everything they were doing. I mean, I Mike Jasicki threw in a triple coverage. He threw a pass in the triple yeah, coverage. I mean, you lost to a team yeah. where their quarterback was 13 for 18 for 120 yards. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was you know, pretty, four men at 132 yards rushing. We couldn't stop him. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely a name. <laughs> uh, no, but not much else to be set. No, not at all. Tannehill was like he was thirteen. That's, for that's right. Minutes. That's that's what I said. But then he that was like the last few minutes, and then he threw the ball a couple more times and only got a few. What's up, Cap? I didn't know you were stopping in. Yeah, I know Tannehill definitely. Tannehill so, eliminated Tua from the playoffs. No excuses. You're absolutely right, Cap. I mean, if you really want to want to look at it, I I I, I want to say that. If you guys watched the pregame show, we sat on here. We talked about Tua needing to rise up and needing to take this team, become the the big dog that we need him to be. And all we've seen is his the ball slip right out of his smaller hands in a wet game. He really made us look pretty stupid just now, and uh, that might be the nail in his coffin. 
That might be he, the nail in his coffin. It's definitely nail in his coffin for me. It's yeah, me too. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. It's a nail in the coffin for me. So and uh, and Cap, Cap, I want to I want to mention something that Cap said. He he was talking about never hearing anybody dog Tannehill again, and that was my you know for years he got dogged while he was here, but that that was the point. Tannehill was always given the short end of the stick as Tony Romo was as a Cowboys quarterback. They Tannehill did so many good things. I mean, ten, the Tennessee is doing run game and play action, which he's great at. They get him out on the roll. He's great on the run. He's always been good at what he's good at. And now he has a, a team behind him and a coach that, I mean, obviously that coach, Vrabel's proven he's better than Flores. So, I, I mean. Well, he, I just, he's got a real running back, too. You know, that, running yeah. Game is, yeah, you're right, buddy. But, but it goes back to what I was saying yesterday as well. Tannehill's not a guy that's going to going to put the team on his back and win a Super Bowl, though. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he beat the Dolphins. The Dolphins aren't a playoff caliber team. Clearly, we're not a playoff caliber team. The, Do- the Titans' defense is good. I said it yesterday. Yeah, Mark- they have gotten gashed, but their secondary is lights out, and up front, they're big. So Listen, their, D- their run D was great uh, up to this point. They were third coming into the day, as we mm-hmm. as we said on our pregame show. And, they're big uh, up front. They're big up front, and they imposed their will. And they – I mean, listen, they made – Tua look like the smaller quarterback that he is because it seemed he, like but he was Vrabel just... is everything. No, Vrabel's good. Vrabel is everything that Flores wants to be. He has a game-managing quarterback with a good enough defense with a superstar running back. But the problem is they have the roster that the Dolphins want to build. Hey, A-name. You can the way that we play our game is that. Talk anything you want, brother. You guys, yeah, we today. Are. you're the better team, man. This is a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we're, we it's not even no, a question. We don't we don't fool ourselves. We're real Dolphins fans, diehards. We know what this team we're looking more like the Browns while the Bengals are looking like what I thought we were going to be. And how about them Bengals today, guys? I mean, hey, hang on from the, from the ashes, bro. Real, real, so. Yeah, he had 11 for 266 and three touchdowns. Uh, Jamar Chase did, and Burrow had another 404 touchdowns. But uh, at the end of that game, I got to tell you all, if you all didn't get to watch it, I was watching it, and um, Burrow, they kept calling sneaks to run the time. It was genius, genius coaching. They were able to run all the time off the clock, but they called a sneak where he wasn't supposed to score. He was just supposed to kind of get stood up at the uh, goal line. Well, he ended up getting hurt, and Mixon was pissed. Mixon turned around and screaming and yelling at the coaching staff, I told you not to do that. And uh, Burrow ended up going out of that game. And, dude, his right knee, if that's the same knee that he got hurt, it oh, was no. bad, guys. He I may not see that. Really? Yeah, dude, it was bad. Oh, it was so bad. He was limping. He was trying oh, to trot out and shake everybody's hand. Oh, no. Yeah, they pulled him out of the game. He didn't finish it. They, they uh, At the end, when the game was over, they went out there to try and uh, – he went out there to try and shake hands, but he maybe walked 15, 20 yards onto the field and oh, just kind of stood in the same spot, bro. Oh, man, my buddy Joe, nice. who's going to be watching the show later. Hey, A-Name. Uh, he's going to be tripping. That's a-, a big fan. Uh, yeah, A-Name. I don't know why they keep rolling him out to his right. I guess they think, hey, if we keep rolling him out to his right, he'll get real good at it. I don't know, man. No, I yeah, think well, they're trying to know, roll him out to his right because they think that d- the defense is going to be so simple-minded. They're going to be like, two is left-handed. He can't roll out right. It's So the right's going to be wide open. It's just there's got to be better coaching than that. It's just that's – Anyone it was subpar, guys. That. It was subpar today, man. It really was. Um, like Mike on the mic said earlier, probably Flo wasn't coaching this game uh, on the defensive side well, until he later. Was, he got out coached. It doesn't matter. You're the head coach. He got out coached again. Well, Definitely and I was going to say we have we have two college coordinators trying to 
coordinate an NFL game. I mean, they've obviously proven that they don't know how to uh, run an off an NFL offense. Everything is the college RPO. And, and I get that you want to play to your quarterback, but dude, we, you got to get NFL coaches in here that are willing to push to a past his, his limits, because right now everybody knows he's a decent, well, I mean, we thought he was a really good RPO quarterback. He might still be, but you got to get coaches in here. They're going to push him past. Yeah, that but the R in, the in there is run. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And they, especially early on in the first half when the game wasn't out of control, they weren't running. They were trying to throw the ball. It's kind of like they they heard our show up yesterday where we're like, yeah. we need to see Toa, Tua do 300 yards and three touchdowns. It's almost like they tried to make him into that guy. And then now the Titans can just sit back. No one were playing from behind, playing into the game we usually play. Think about it logically. Yeah. If we – as Dolphin fans, we're going into a game against an offense that was so limited as the Dolphins, right? Yeah. We would be so overly confident every time yep. we'd play a team like us. Yeah, yep. You know what I mean? And, and you have to think about it like that. Every game that we play, the defenses that we're playing against are licking their chops because they know that there is no rhythm, there is no groove in this offense. Yeah. The only time things happen are fluky plays. You know, and to give Tennessee credit, Dupree coming back off the COVID list and, yeah. and Jeffrey Simmons. But that whole – I mean, you you mentioned it yesterday, Bayard. That whole defense, they showed up to play. You know, everybody – even yeah. my friend was like, oh, the Titans defense is terrible. And I was Think like – Think about well, it. I've, you're I've you're never Kevin Bayard, an all-pro. You're like, this guy, this guy, number one, wearing that white and aqua, he's yeah, I don't not have beating to, me I don't today. have to – I don't have to get. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that. He's not beating me. Nothing's going further than 20 yards other than the two or three shots they took, which they connected on one of the big ones. So I don't know, man. It's uh, it is a very limited offense. And I don't know, Mike, I don't know. I can't tell. Is it the limitations of the coaching staff or are they calling limitations for their quarterback? No, I understand it's the offensive line. I get that. I'm not even saying it's offensive line, bro. I'm telling you, the offensive line played good today. I'm t- no, what what did. I saw what I saw today was Tua cannot hit a guy uh, on the run. He has no arm strength. That pass he missed to Isaiah Ford. All he had to do is lay it out in front of him. That would have been a first down, maybe 20, 30 yard gain. He can't throw the ball on the run. He has no zip on his ball. If it's not a touch pass, he's not going to do it. So the coaching staff is trying to get him to do the things he's good at. Well, then that like the limitations we keep talking about, you start trying to ask him to throw downfield. He don't have the velocity. He doesn't have the mechanics. He doesn't have the the ass in that he needs to throw that ball as hard as he can because as hard as he can, it was dropping short of guys today. Mm-hmm. Like to his arm is – I, I want to think he was hurt today because I can't explain – this away you can't make you can't make up for this you can't explain his way out of this if you're a Tua stand you do yeah. not have anything good to say about your quarterback yep I uh I, I like as a person I wouldn't call myself a Tua stand um but I would definitely say that I'm a very heavy supporter of Tua and the he's team our quarterback and the team sticking with him is my point but honestly man I uh I'll probably be on the other side of that narrative come the offseason because that was dog shit ugly. And uh, this team and organization and this fan base deserves a better performance out of their quarterback that we've made a million and one excuses for. We've done a lot of stuff uh, as far as even the team. I mean, as, as we're seeing the coaching, they've they've molded around to prevent games like this happening to him. And now I got to listen to Chris Sims. Thanks a lot. Dolphins. Now I got to listen to this asshole that I don't want to hear. 
I mean, oh, we can quick, cut it. Quick, uh, before we get keep, keep going there, Kev, I just want to yeah. say, guys, please like, subscribe, share the video. Uh, any Tennessee fans that are in here, I've got two Tennessee football cards that I'm giving away towards the end of the show to Derrick Henry and an Eddie George. I got a bunch of cards. We give them away. We give away stuff. Uh, we had planned on giving away two Madden games. Um, but the Dolphins lost, so now we can only give away one. That's the way it works. Um, Ennis, if you're watching, my man, get into me in the comments. I do have that Dolphins hat that I'm going to send to you. You just got to tell me which one do you want. Do you want this hat or that hat? Which one I'd do you go, want? I'd go old school, Ennis. I'd go old school too, but this black hat's pretty awesome. So either way, Ennis, uh, I'll be in here. You get in me with the comments. You let me know which one you're thinking and stuff like that. I don't know if you're watching. I'll be showing it again later. Go ahead, Kev. What were you going to say? Go, go, Mike. You were about to say something. Yeah, I was just going to say, hey, name. I, I'm curious, being a Titans fan, what were you – how did y'all see this game playing out? Were y'all even worried about the Dolphins? Did y'all even have any like, uh, you know, reservations about the seven-game win streak? Well, because listen, I, uh, not to talk for a, a name in the comments here, and I hope he puts some comments in. But I did some scouting. Titans were not taking the Dolphins lightly. They weren't thinking they were going to walk through us. They were expecting to win. And as a pretty smart fan, but they knew that their defense, you know, on the back end wasn't could the best. But they could control it. They had full faith in Tannehill, which. Uh, is a lot more than we could say when we had Tannehill around here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're looking like uh, it's looking pretty ugly for the Dolphins fan base because here we were sitting on cloud nine all, all week this week thinking, oh, my God, we were we lost seven in a row and now we've won, you know, these games in a row and we're right in position <laughs> to, to be somebody. And uh, we're all looking forward to the opportunity. I got around you optimistic, Fox, and you got me <laughs> believing. I know. I bro, knew I know. who we were. Hey, so y'all want – Y'all watch that Good Morning Football when he was comparing us to uh, the TV show that your friend tells you to watch. You just got to stick with it. It'll get good, you know. And he talks yes. about how, like, it started out so slow, blah, blah, blah. Well, I'll tell you what just happened. It was the Game of Thrones season finale yeah. to the season because it was so bad and so ugly that I never want to watch it again. But, of course, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I'm going to watch. I mean, we can cut it as many ways as we want. Dang, they thought three-point game, too. Yeah. yeah. We can yeah. try to rationalize it. We always do. Game. It, 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 the fact of the matter is we're never going to be good unless we strike gold with a quarterback. We have you, you, no one wins with a mediocre quarterback anymore. I don't care who you are. This doesn't happen. Yeah. So, and uh, I don't, I don't know what they were doing to slow down the pass rush. Uh, a name. I, I think they were, that's, that's Mark. Y'all had some, that's Mark Sumter. He asks what, what did the Titans do oh, to help yeah, against yeah. the Dolphins pass rush? I, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, they, well, they Obviously, established they established the run game. They did. They did that outside. They established the run game. They did that outside. And they and they they did they played to their quarterback strength the strengths. Yeah. They got Tua. They got Tua Tannehill Damn. out of the pocket. They got they had quick dump downs to running backs or wide receivers. The downfield plays were wide open plays to the tight ends for touchdowns. You know they just played to their quarterback strengths. They got him outside of the pocket. And null just completely nullified the Dolphins' pass rush. Yeah, they did. Um, and we, I saw, I seen Phillips, you know, getting sideline to sideline. He, I seen him a couple he of made times. Made that one but, play. That was it. Yeah, that was pretty much it. But I don't know, man. And we knew. We said, look, you got to get up the gut on Tannehill. And Wilkins did on the runs. Didn't seem like any of that happened during the passing. Um, it's just like I it's just like the Hurricanes, man. The, 
when the bright, when the lights shine, these teams just aren't ready yet. You know, it's just the Dolphins just aren't ready yet. They're just not ready yet. Period. Yeah, that's what. Okay, and that's what I was gonna get at is that they. I think they had their. They used their blocking tight ends more than anybody else against us um, all day today. And I did mention. I did hear them mention that their offensive line was healthy, and I think that's how it all happened. Like. Yeah, you know, I guess uh, I guess that defensive line we've been watching with that zero blitz. Well, and our linebackers got exposed as well. Big, that was terrible. my point. That was they my point, that that zero blitz bringing everyone up to the line Drew, like that. Baker I, had the one sack. That was it. They did. And, that was uh, like the only play he made. He, he had seven well, he tackles did, he or did, eight tackles, was, but they were he, all downfield. He was Yeah, but he also was downfield on that pass breakup. Yeah, that one the, pass breakup. The yeah. guy dropped it, though. He did, well, and, but I mean, he he broke it up. So I yeah, mean, it's and, not like. Yeah, and I was gonna say a name that uh you're, the the blitzing part we covered that just uh, maybe before you stepped in, but they just they weren't doing as much, and I think I think the coaching game plan from the defensive side. I don't think Flores was calling the plays today, not the whole game. Well, it's, yeah, it goes back so. to the teams built to not not only on offense to play with the lead, but on defense <laughs> as well. We blitz. We play. We play balls to the wall. We're not built to play. From behind. So what happens is when we're playing behind, we know how limited that our offense is. The defense plays conservative because they know that our offense can't can't go out there and score 24 points. So I got a couple of quotes from Brian Flores, and I'll get to more of the quotes from Tua and stuff like that later on. But I mean, it's it's coach speak, but I'm sure he's pissed. I didn't get to watch it. He says they did a good job. You have to give credit to the Titans. They had a good game plan. I think we did some good things early, but they made adjustments. We had guys out of gaps, and they took advantage of it. And that's true. That running game, it looked like Derrick Henry was on the field with with uh, well, Deontay Foreman. Yeah, yeah Deontay 100 yards. Your like, boy, Mike. Oh, yep. my God, bro. Well, and he I, looked I, good. I, so and you know when they were they did the outside outside zone and I was I was, exp- I was you know teaching it to my buddy that yeah. he was his vision I can't believe he's a practice squad I, he he flashed in Houston but he's been hurt a few times but yeah. what he was doing that was like so he great got hurt again today almost too yeah no, well, he was he, all right he was dancing he on was the but he got he, he got dinked up pretty good he but when on that outside zone he was he was doing exactly what you're supposed to do he'd go outside outside saw the cutback lane one plant went up the side and the lane was perfect and that offensive line did. A tremendous job run blocking. Well, that's the point. Well, that's the thing. Like, for instance, last week against the Saints, they would get to the second level and our linebackers were making the tackles. Arian Foster made a living on that outside zone game back in Houston back in those days. He'd get to the second level and he was just bigger and stronger than the the small guys. We see, listen, it was ugly because I seen my safeties. A lot, and you know when you're on offense, you see your good. safety a lot. Of course, he did because all the plays were happening 20, 10 yards downfield. <laughs> he's playing cleanup, yeah. man. Poor freaking guy. So it's seven solo tackles. Oh man. A name says. Side note: I grew up in Hollywood. I didn't know if you guys are from South Florida. How much? Oh, how much I did hate when he, me. bro. Listen, we uh we are all South Floridians, born in West Palm. Uh, I've never lived anything north than like. St. Augustine area. Yeah, I live down here now. Ke- I'm Kevin. in Texas. He lives in Texas. <laughs> I'm in I'm in Cape Coral right now. We we stick around here, brother, as most part. And uh all right, I got another I got some great orange bowl stories. Oh man, so do I, dude. I got one with me. I'm we're gonna do the fandom origin stories um this over summer. the summer and stuff like that. It's gonna be great. Um 
Yikes. But uh, I got some good Orange Bowl story. First first game I ever went into with my, my dad and my grandpa, we got into a fight in the Orange Bowl with Bills fans. So I'll tell you guys that story. It was a pretty good one. Um, <laughs> it was a good one. It was a good one. Um, it says, Flores, look, anytime you don't have the performance you're looking for, you are disappointed. But this group is going to stick together, support one another, get back out there tomorrow, make corrections, that sounds and prepare like maybe, for yes. the big – Big game next week. That sounds like a loser personality right there. Uh, and, I, and I love Flo. I know that's that's just coach speak and stuff like that. So I don't want to, you know, diss Flo. I, I love him as a coach. But it's like, like how can you realistically come out and say, you know what? <coughs> it's going to be okay. We yeah, just got well, absolutely dominated in the best – in our most important game of my career. It's going to be fine. I know, man. It's not – it's not that good. They asked him about that uh, that no call on Devontae Parker that, that we bad. seen. It was an ugly yeah, call. That was bad. No call. He said, Flo said he said he didn't see the hook, and that's that's his call. That call and the no call. I mean, he on, didn't see the hook, on, and that he tackled him. He tackled not, his ass. Not only that, but even a more egregious call was the tackle made on Isaiah Ford. He damn near hooked his helmet off of him. Well, so yeah, that, he, so he didn't he even touch his, his helmet though. No, he got it's underneath him. He got underneath it, and then on the on the after the tackle was already made, he did kind of touch his face mask, but that was a legal him. tackle. Kinda yeah, yeah, yeah. Still a legal tackle though. So they touched on the rain a little bit, which you know, reporters love to tee up coaches when you take a beating like this, especially when there's weather. They're like, hey, so was the rain How much a factor? Was weather a factor? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He goes, it was rain. It was slick, but regardless, regardless of that, we have to do a better job of protecting the football. It's always a top priority. And look, they had the same elements we had. So they were playing in the field, you know, the same playing field as us. And I mean, that's exactly what I would say to a situation like that. I didn't see them turn the ball over. Everybody wears this, everybody wears the same damn cleats. It's plays with the it same ball. Bad, man. It was bad. Even Gesicki, you know, kicked one up in the air, which we've seen him get lucky with some stuff like that, trying to play the ball after he missed. I don't know if he did that on purpose. Him. I know, right? <laughs> like he goes, here, here's a free football. I don't know, man. It was pretty it was a it was a pretty ugly You know, so, on a on another note, is Tennessee did they They have the one I mean, seed right now. Oh yeah. Yeah, but so I, I want to ask you, are are they true one seeds or is it because they no. played us? Well well no, they're the one seed because it's just that's what the the record lies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you think that they're gonna KC be the, can they can they make noise? Yeah, I saw that game. Can they make noise yeah, in the playoffs? Are you kidding me? Derrick Henry's supposed to come back. Yeah. Listen, yep. if, if by some way so, they can win next week and not play Derrick Henry because he's he's be right scheduled to be coming in. No problem, bro. He's scheduled to be coming in. Um, if that if that happens and they can then march out Henry in the playoffs, I'm yeah. picking them for the Super Bowl. Because if Henry can get back to what he was doing earlier this year. I'd love this, and I've said this for a while. Get Derrick Henry healthy in the playoffs. Good luck stopping that guy. He's a freak of nature, bro. He showed us, yeah, he showed us uh, with a 250 yard game, I guess, last year or something like that. But uh, Mark, to your question, um, I think the I think the Titans fully healthy really are that good because I don't I don't I refuse to believe our defense is as bad as it looked today. Well, I said on a on another podcast uh, before we even started this podcast, um, I said that in the AFC. I see the Bills and the Titans in the championship game, honestly. But that was back could, when yeah. Derrick Henry was just mauling people and that team was looking that way. Now I believe it any, even more if they somehow get him ready. Stuff like that. I'm going to bring on Cap for life on here. He hopped in. What's up, Cap? What would you think of the game, brother? 
Oh, my blood pressure after watching this crap. Oh, my God, brother. I mean, literally. uh, Go ahead. No, this phone sucks, man, so bear with me. Sorry, guys. It's just uh, it's a mixture of a screwed-up phone and a screwed-up day so far. So it's just uh, – I can't even show my face. I don't get it, man. I really don't get it. I don't get it, man. You got, you got, you, you got it right there for the taking. You have it right there for the taking. Right there. Yeah. Right, everybody Controlling. wants to say the O line, this, the O line, that. Duke Johnson was popping ten yards a, a run. Yeah. It, it, it was. Just, it, they exposed those linebackers for sure, man. And it seems like unless unless one of the defensive linemen got a hit on the guy behind the ball uh, or behind the line. They were getting to the second level, and then it took a safety or a corner to make a tackle on a running back, man. Uh, I have a name in here. He put up, we've had more injuries in a year than any team, like 90 different guys suiting up without Henry, Julio Jones, and Brown Brown. for half the year. And that ain't no BS, man. That team, the Tennessee Titans, look for real. Um, I expected the Dolphins to to win, not to win this game, but I wanted to win. I pick, I picked the win as a Dolphins fan. I couldn't pick any other way, but I mean, bro, I did not expect to get our asses whipped like this. I, I did not see that coming, man. Well, I saw us winning or maybe barely losing. Our other guy, Tonk, that's usually that comes around on the show. He predicted an overtime win, which I could have seen that happening. But man, dude, I did not see thirty-four to three absolute shellacking. It was embarrassing. One hundred percent. And on a name and and uh, Cap, you mentioned it too. That's what I had mentioned in the beginning of this postgame show is that Duke Johnson. I mean, he was having a good game, but you know, we went down so quick. But even at down ten three or four, uh, you know, when it was fourteen to even seventeen to three, you still have a chance to run the ball a little bit. And why we went away from Duke, I have no idea. I don't know, man. I got to say, for me, I, I didn't – we came out in the first quarter, in, in the first couple of drives, and it was throw, 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 throw. It was a bad game plan. I don't know, man. Yeah, the co- the college coordinators showed their ass tonight. Yeah, but, man, you're in a game where it's pretty much wind and rain. And yes. I know you want to show you want to show the skill set, what this kid can do with his arm, but this isn't the type of element for him to try to, like – you know, get cute. You know, just do it. What's done in December? Run the damn ball, man. That's all you need to do. You got five running backs on that damn squad. You you gonna tell me none of them could couldn't do anything, bro? I I mean, you're spitting the truth over here, Cap. I mean, it was uh in the beginning of the game too. Like, get some run game going. Get that RPO yeah. working the way it's supposed to. The RPO run pass so, option. It, you okay, it's not PRO. <laughs> so on that RPO though, you know that it's up to Tua to check out of that run, and so like he's making the decision to pull it and not run it as much. In an RPO, he has the ultimate option: I'm going to either run it, I'm going to pass it, or I'm going to. Um, uh, oh, I guess that is it's in there. I'm going to run it or pass it. But he, um, you know, he's the one that pulls it out. He's the one that makes the checks at the line. And 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 Cap, you mentioned the coordinators want to show off his arm, and I want to ask you what arm? I don't know if you, I mean that, so many balls were coming up short today that weren't even deep balls; they were just. Ugly throws. Man. Yeah, and that and, and cap not to not to disagree or anything, but I I mean literally, it was either sailing or it was going nowhere. You know, or yeah, going, yeah, it was ugly. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to say and I want to be generous that it was probably the win factor 
Yeah. And I'm being generous because that Matt Collins pass was just – he's right there. He's right there for the first. And the ball went down to Jacoby. Yeah, I hear you, you bro. Know, it, just, it just went down to Jacoby rabbit hole, man. And, 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 and you know, you and, get and Mike started... and Zeki to throw the ball. You want Jacoby to throw the ball. What is it that you're going to give this kid one free game for him to just show us what he can do? Chunky. You're on the biggest stage, the biggest game of the season – and you're going to have a tight end throw a 25-yard pass, and you're going to have Ridiculous. your backup quarterback come in off of, of a gadget play. That almost yep. worked. Yep. Yeah, that, that was so close. But in Tiny Titans, man, yeah, that, I think that fumble was a big one too. It was a big thing. That that fumble right out of Tua's small hands slipping the way it did really swung yeah. momentum. We never, we never got it back on there. And uh, one of the Achilles heel that we heard from Tua coming in is that when he tries to do too much, it really starts getting off the rails. And that's we saw that today. And uh, it, like a Cap, and I was saying this in the pregame yesterday, that we as Dolphin fans want to see Tua grow into that big dog, that man where, where he could take games over because that's what we remember from well, – that's what we see when you see like Mahomes or any of these other guys – they will their team, or at least even if they lose, at least they're willing their team. We don't see Tua do that. And I think they like tried to manufacture that in this game in a game that was not the right game to get cute. And here we are early in the third quarter and in this in the first half, playing trick plays, trying to get cute. It was a it was a it, it really here, went off the rails. Here's the problem, Chris, though. The NFL, it's not always gonna go on cue. Sometimes you're gonna have to go crazy get cute to get back in games, but the Dolphins just don't have the ability to do that because we are limited with Tua. It shows I mean, look, it shows look, look the confidence what the, look what you have. You got a tight end throwing 30 yards down the field. Look what Tennessee did. They kept it simple with the 12-man personnel. They were scoring with their tight ends. We were doing the same thing with Smite and Gatsiki. I mean, we, we were just overthinking things, man. You're going to get cute. Get cute with plays down the red zone with those tight ends. Don't use them as a freaking well, – what the hell was it, a wildcat? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I said. The Titans are built the way that Flo wants to build the Dolphins. And they yeah, and they're Rabel. They ran the offense correct. Rabel stuck it right back to us, and they, he, he runs the Wildcat on us and did it better than we did. Yeah, Vrabel had that grin on his face too, boy, and I don't blame him. I'd be relishing in it if I literally took our scrap heap quarterback and turned him into a damn near pro bowler every friggin' year. Hey, Tannehill's been putting up some nice stats since he got to Tennessee. Hey, well, and honestly, his stats are always nice. It's just the wins never stacked for us. Yeah, I know. Really, yeah, man, uh, really put a hurt on one, us. Man. It really is. It's a is. tough one to take, man. It's, it's, you know, to give up a guy that goes to another team and then beats the guy that's supposed to be your predecessor in the process of winning your division. Ryan Tannehill's on, on cloud nine right now, man. Ryan Tannehill's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah, yeah man. see, yeah, tiny, tiny Titan fan, that's what we were talking about earlier is, like, Duke Johnson was averaging five, seven yards a carry at one point, and we just we just never stuck with it. We came out in the first drive, there were four or five passes before we even had our first run. Like, it was just – it was a bad, terrible game plan that these college coordinators just – they can't do NFL game plans. Yeah, and I'm telling – I'm talking to Gio on the, on, the, on the text messaging, and I'm texting with Gio, and I'm telling him, look, the, the running plays look good. I like the, I like the play calling so far. Right after that, all everything went down south. They just they, they, they wanted to throw the ball. And yeah, those they type did. of elements 
and they got bit. They got bit for it, man. Yep, they did. They they literally looked like they were trying to go to a, you need to win us this game. You got to win us this game. And that's not how we got here. That's not how we're going to get very far. It's it's almost like they scrapped the entire game plan that's been working on this team for the last couple of weeks. We've seen this team get this get, get this season back on schedule. And now we're sitting from being playoff hopefuls to being over here doing algorithms like we're a bunch of scientists going to figure out how we can get in the playoffs and hope on a prayer. And we're <laughs> sick and tired. We're sick and tired of becoming, you know, you know, uh, college professor math, trying to figure out how this team can push its way into the playoffs. It's, it's, uh, it's been a long 20 years, guys. It really has. Hey, name, uh, Ed, we all love Jasicki. We don't know why he hasn't gotten paid yet. And he's been making a lot of people look bad this year. But um, he'd been non – I mean, he just disappeared for the last three or four weeks. So the fact that he had a decent game and our worst game over the last eight games uh, just goes to show he, he's either going to get franchise tag. But I, I really do want to lock him up full time for uh, long term. I mean, now would be the kind of time to really do it because uh, it's not like his numbers are going to get worse over the year. It's actually going to get a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, I would but we got to make that. sure our next we got to make sure our next quarterback likes him. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I agree. yeah, Mark, Mark, thanks for jumping in. I, we thought you were a Dolphins fan too. I appreciate you being here, buddy. You just tell oh. all your Titan fans to jump on. We'll take it. Listen, I, uh, I I tag the Titans in it too. I mean, I'm not opposed to celebrating on the you know. I like to. I always like Tannehill in the same kind of way I like Tua. I would just like any of them to be great as a Dolphins quarterback, not as someone else's quarterback. And probably, like I said early on in the beginning of this episode, this might have this might have stamped Tua's ticket because we're all over here watching, waiting for Tua to take the next step. And this was going to be the game he was going to take the next step, but he did not just not take the next step. It looks like he took a massive step backwards. And that's bad on him. That's bad on this franchise. It's bad on this organization. And as we've seen in the Chris Greer and Brian Flores era, this ain't about any one player. It's about these colors. So as pissed as I am, I'm going to I'm gonna take a step back from my emotion and not be so angry because I know something's going to get done about it one way or the other, whether it's better weapons and better coaching for Tua or they move on from Tua and sink it into one of these other quarterbacks that are be coming around. And I know Tua Nears hate this. I know Tua Stans hate this. I know whatever. Listen, I was expecting to see the Tua Nader out here, you know, with red look in his eyes, with metal inside, like, you know, the Terminator. Yeah. That didn't happen, bro. We've seen him take a step back and those tiny little hands slip a ball out of it. No one was even close to him. And it was just it was ugly, bro. So, but ugly. you know, and here, and the thing about Tua is, I'll stand by this. I still think he's going to be great somewhere. I think you put him with the Sean Payton. I think he's going to be great player. in Carolina. I don't think. Yeah, I just, I, I today, today, I've made my decision, and I'll say it here first. I want to move on from Tua. I do not want to give him any more opportunities other than the rest of the season. And it's nothing against the kid because I'll say it again: he's going to be great somewhere. I just don't think it'll ever be in Miami because that's not the Dolphin type of fans ball. are cold-hearted, brother. We are cold-hearted. We have been diehards for so long. We're sick of losing. We need. We want to be in the playoffs. I'm tired of my 17 
18 week football season. I want to stretch it to 20 weeks and I want to see us in some games that really matter. I want to host games at Hard Rock Stadium or Sunlight Stadium or Joe Robbie Stadium. Just give me a stadium I can go to and root for my team that's in my state for crying out loud, bro. We've been, I've been going to games and doing this. It's, it's infuriating, guys. Whoever can turn on the Cowboys and Cardinals game before they show this replay is one of the most unbelievable. I don't even know what to call it just yet, but I think that I think it was it was a a fake punt. They threw the ball, and I'm pretty sure, yeah, the guy caught it one handed, pinned it against the Cowboys' uh, shoulder pad, and ended up keeping possession. And they're going to replay that. It's going to be a catch. That was one of the most that was crazier than David Tyree against the helmet. He literally pinned it against his helmet with one hand, rolled it underneath him, never touched the ground, and got a uh, fake punt for a first down. Hell of a play. Yeah, I'm not watching it, man. I don't have it here on me. I got enough devices to watch it. I'm trying to run this last device right here. Friggin', uh, I got a couple of quotes. You know, the, the media came in. They asked Gasicki, asked Tua question, stuff like that. Gasicki, you know, was asked, how, what's the situation like with the team? He says, if you're a competitor, you're disappointed. That's the situation we're in. I mean, canned answer, guys. I mean, we are literally going to host – a game next week that almost is what are we going to, we're going to play spoiler again. Is that what we're going to well, do? There's still, there's still an outside shot. We can make it. There, there's still two playoff spots up for grabs and those teams are only a game ahead of us. And, uh, and if Denver happens to beat the chargers, I, don't, I haven't checked the score, but if they happen to beat the chargers and it's just a okay, jumbled so Denver, mess at eight, Denver eight. loses and the chargers get in and we're watching Herbert in the playoffs. It's not going to look hey, good for Tua. my, my, that my wet the, the rest of yeah, the Raiders beat um, yep. Raiders uh, Indianapolis won. 23-20. They, they, they was about to go to overtime. They ended up getting a field goal. Uh, but the um, the fact that Herbert is it, – it's a wet dream of mine still that never happened. I wanted to draft him after his junior year. I just – I love the kid. But I, I was ready to roll with Tua. But, yeah, if we get to watch Herbert dominate the playoffs this year, that's going to be uh, – it's going to make me not sleep very well. <laughs> So uh, the reporters asked Tua about the weather, just like they do everybody when you take a loss like that. <clears throat> he said it played somewhat of a role, but at the end of the day, you go out there and excuse the plays regardless, and or execute the play regardless. And that's we did, and that we did not do. So I don't want to say we didn't do. I seen Tua not do that. Uh, it was pretty ugly. Um, they also asked Tua. Some other questions he said, uh, it's never a good feeling losing. There there have to uh there's about seven games we're not able to pull out and string th- th- some wins together, but it's tough. It's tough. We're never it's never a good feeling to lose. It's talking about that winning streak they were on, but it's all for naught if if we're gonna lose this last game that we just did. And I know Mike was sitting over there trying to figure out ways to get it back in and get it back going, but uh I don't know, man. I don't know what happened. Oh, I don't. Uh, I don't want to make the playoffs. Don't get me twisted. I don't want to make the playoffs because I don't want to get embarrassed. But yeah, I would I love know. to make the playoffs just to say I could watch another Dolphins playoff game. It's been forever, man. Yeah, I just I want to be able to hold up the ASC East once. I mean, once one more time, man. It was we got so used to it back in the day, man. I, give me the division. Give me one division win. I don't want to back into the playoffs. Give me something convincing. Give yeah, it. Give me great. something. Give me yeah, something holding on to hope next season. You know what I'm saying? Give me something, man. 
Yeah, that's what we we live we live on hope in Miami Dolphins land, and uh, we were kind of high on the hope there. We were realistic. We realized that outside of you know beating the Ravens, which listen, that was a great win, but uh, rest of these teams that we've been beaten. The rest Great of these way. teams we've beaten have been, you know, second string quarterbacks. Some were riddled by COVID. Uh, you know, and a lot of people were like, well, the Dolphins are winning, but it's fool's gold. And now I get to listen to all these pundits say, yeah, you're right. It's fool's gold. You know, it's just, it's not a, not a spot we envisioned ourselves here at 4 5 o'clock. Let me say this, though, Chris. With that being said, and I've been giving crap to Chris Greer and you know, ever since 2016, the amount of hits, the, the amount of misses. I mean, look, whatever you, you, you want to say about the man when it comes to his draft, that's one thing. But let me tell you something. The past two seasons, the amount of bodies that this guy has gotten into this locker room when COVID had hit and contributed to this team. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we got a lot, of li- a lot of linebackers. We we were complaining for linebackers. We got a lot of running backs. We were complaining for running backs. Old linemen, I'm still waiting for that one to hit. Yeah, but damn it, man! I mean, the like, line didn't do too bad today, though. And considering the 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 deal with it, Ed, dude, you know their D line's good. I was gonna say oh, yeah, there was one play. There agree. was there was one play too. It had like six damn seconds to throw the ball in the pocket. He didn't even have to like saw, move or nothing. He was in the pocket. That was the best O line play. You saw that one, right? You saw that one, right? Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah, bro. And then I see Mark, freaking he went Mark back to the here. he went back to the bench. Threw his helmet down, got into a rant, and then I think later on in the game, freaking Flores started ripping him into one. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Mark, Tua Mark made here asks a, uh, a question. He says it seemed like Tua was highly accurate in the short game. Did the weather affect him that much? I mean, they did say here that the weather. He said the weather was a factor, but not like anything else. Even though we see literally slip out of his hand, so it obviously they overthought it. He overthought it. Ryan Tannehill did. didn't have a problem with the ball. No, he did not. No, he didn't. And obviously, you know, and, and I said this before, I, the one thing I believe Tua possessed outside of all the obvious things was the ability to rise to an occasion where when the light is bright and the game starts to matter, um, you know, he's going to rise to the occasion. And I, I assumed, not assumed, but that's what I had hoped that we could get to the playoffs with a kid like this and have some blocking and have a little bit of offense with a defense that I've been seeing the last couple of weeks because I think he could make some noise because I believe he's that. But obviously, with all the pressure that's on and being, you know, not optimal conditions, which, okay, everyone plays in bad conditions, it's football in December, that he took a step back. And that's not looking good for Tua. It's really, really not, man. And it's not gonna, it's not gonna quiet any of the Deshaun Watson rumors. It's not gonna quiet any of the Aaron Rodgers gonna be a free agent. Russell Wilson. This is going to dredge up. And even if we win next week, uh, you know, even if we win next week, guys, we might not still get in the playoffs. And that will that'll definitely make it if we win next week and get into the playoffs, it would take him willing us to a win in the playoffs at this point, because willing us to a win to go nowhere next week ain't going to work. You know, it's just not. It's uh, You need a little bit more narrative of keeping winning over hearts and minds uh, to, to, to get us to fight. And I know there's a massive, massive Tua following and Tua, uh, you know, 
just fandom that are in love with him. And I and I, I don't consider myself to be one of the Tua people, but I'm not against Tua. I love him as a quarterback. Yeah, man. I can't. I, I've I can't been fight. down that road, Chris. I've been down that road, Chris. You say you say one bad thing about the man, all hell break loose. Constructive criticism. I'm saying bad stuff. I'm saying real stuff. And if you don't like what I gotta say, then you're just lying to your damn self. And I don't lie to you or me or nobody else. So I'm gonna call it like I see it. A small quarterback tried to play hard and he sailed almost every ball. The ones that he didn't, they sank. Yeah, we had a couple drops, and that's been the way. But I'm talking about today. What happened today? He looked like shit, and it looked bad. And the narrative that comes from everyone and in the Tua community and out is going to have a hard, hard drag no. out fight because of it. No, I'm gonna ask you guys this. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you this. Was today the day that he pretty much just sealed the deal on everyone ever doubting him being a franchise quarterback for this team? That's exactly right. Yeah, he. And yeah. I think, like we said that earlier in the show, Cap, that this very well may be the nail in his coffin where the line that was kind of being erased a little bit between people who don't want to uh, and people who do, we're all going, well, we'll stick to this plan because we got draft capital. We got a GM that I personally believe in. We got a head coach that I know most of us believe in. Granted, I think this offensive coordinators and stuff like that needs to be shook up a little bit, but we believe in everything on the team. It's really comes down to Tua and his ordeal. And even over these last couple of wins, it's been a lot of quieting down, and now there's there's just no way that 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 is a that's a forest fire getting ready to reignite, and it's not going to stop till next season. And even yeah, after man. next season, whether we move on or stick with, this is a firestorm we're going to have to deal with probably for all of next season too. Because I was yeah. I'm waiting to, I'm waiting to end this narrative. I want to build the next part of the team. I want to win some shit. I want to know who my quarterback is. And here we are as Dolphin fans, again, in a situation where like, do we even have a quarterback? The most no, important man. position doesn't look like it. We don't. No, we got two, so that means we don't have one. And I don't want – I know, Mark, I, 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 I can understand why you don't want the Colts in there being from the same division. As a Titans fan, I understand yeah, that. Keep out yeah. Well, the Colts Taylor. are dangerous too. I, I, I still think they're my, they're my dark horse. I, I love the way that defense plays, and they've got a balanced offense. I really do think they need to listen to No, wait, hold on. Mike, you a Titans fan? No, hell yeah, no. There's a couple of Titans fans in here, bro. Got another one right Who's here. Who's a Titans fan? Oh, Mark okay. Sumter, he's in the a, a name and, uh, and Mark – Sumter over here got a couple of Titans fans in here. Tiny, tiny Titan fan was in here tiny earlier too. I'm a, here too. Hey man, I'm a hey man, yeah. much respect, man. You guys played well. You guys yeah. are doing it the right yeah. way. Much respect. Yeah. Also, guys, I got two Titan cards I'm giving away at the end of the show. Keep in tuned. I'll just let you now. Screw it. This is uh, you know, Derrick Henry, and I got me an Eddie George right here. This is an older card. Um, giving them both away to Titans fans, obviously. If Eddie. You Anyone, you need to like, share, subscribe, and share the video on two platforms. That can be Facebook and Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Tag me in them. I'm on everything. Find the Finn's Tailgate. And then uh, my emails, I'll, I'll put it scrolling. I'm surprised it hasn't been scrolling. Just email me your info, and I'll mail the shit out to you. I'm Same literally, thing I'm literally, uh, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got two hats. I'm sending one of these hats over to, uh, Ennis Campbell, he's over there. I believe it's in Tennessee. Hey. Ennis said, "Yeah, go ahead, Ennis. go ahead, Cap. 
Yeah, man. No, man. It's uh, I want to I want to see like you know with 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 uh, with us being the forefront of the, the the spotlight right now with our situation. You know, I just hate to be with these talks coming up now about the draft and who to get in the draft. Cause it, it just seems to me like every year we're like in the competition of being in the the draft Super Bowl, I guess, or whatnot, man. It's just it. it gets to this point, man, where it's like you say, next week is what irrelevant now. Uh, we need to win and we need some help, but yeah, I don't know, man. There's it's... like a very small percentage chance. Seven percent, to be exact. Yeah, there's a lot that's got to happen. I, I think there's like, I think there's two teams that have to lose and we have to win. So, well, we have to uh, win no matter what. Well, yeah, no, obviously we got to win. But I'm talking like, oh, man, it's a weird. I know, I know that the Raiders have to lose, the Broncos have to lose, and I think the Chargers have to lose. So they think three teams have to lose. Um, yeah, next man. Week. I don't know. It's it's literally like I said. Uh, about, I don't know, 20 minutes ago, Cap, it's, you know, you heard me. We're over here whipping out the whiteboard, you know, writing algorithms on how the Dolphins can get in the playoffs, and it's bullshit. We watched, we let them blow it up. We, they blew the team up, and everyone's like, let's do it. They're like, let's take for two. We're like, hell yeah, let's do it. And here I am as a patient Dolphins fan making a freaking whole show about the damn thing, loving it so much, and I got to watch a piss poor. Listen, it ain't the loss. I can take a loss. What I can't take is watching Tannehill beat my ass like that. This team just blow up, you know, get flags. It was just ugly at the end. It was uh, it's always ugly. Even it's the always wins. ugly. Even it's the wins. Ugly. We should have killed the Saints. We put up 20 points. Right. And one of them was a pick six. You know what I mean? We should like. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Kevin. It's getting hard to, to be. You know, you have moments through the season where you're excited and you're proud to be a Dolphins fan because they're defense. I knew who we were in London. Yeah, I, I can feel that. Yeah, well, but by, yeah, I'm you know, hey, that, that's sad but true. That's sad just, but true. And I, try, I, I try to mind f myself a lot of times, but I listen, got to the got, point where I was like, I got this right. right here. My sister got me this. This is called a damn it doll. Okay, it's something you get and you were like, damn it, damn it. So. Uh, now I gotta now I gotta carry this thing with me all week now. Thanks a well, lot, Dolphins. I'm just I'm tired that of gonna, that thing gonna be in pieces by next week. It's, it ain't gonna happen. It look like my dog got a hold of it. I'm just tired of at the end of the season being unhappy about what we saw for the whole duration of the season. You have a few moments through the season where you like I said, you're proud to be a Dolphins fan. They're playing good. The 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 product is worth watching. And then all of a sudden at the end of the season you're looking back on it and it feels like the same as the last twenty years. Yep. It comes down to Chris's boy, Chris Greer. It does. Struck out. I Struck like out Chris again on no, a no, 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 no. I'm looking at this bad coaching staff on offense, offensive line coach, 10 different friggin' offensive coordinators. Well, I got to blame Chris Greer because it is his job, but obviously Chris Greer needs to go to Flo and say, hey, Flo, I'm sorry, man. Hey, but- let me ask you a question. If someone doesn't put the salt on the fries at McDonald's, Who's ultimately ends up getting the blame? The manager. I agree, but you if the I mean? guy that's putting the salt on the fries say, "I don't want salt," well, that's because because the manager hired a blind guy. You know what I mean? He doesn't know what salt was. Now pepper. I lost. You lost me with the blind guy, dog. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have you know, fresh fries, bro. Yeah, yeah I got course. that. But the guy who's making them says no salt, please. That's what he did. Now, when, and granted, that's what the Dolphins' offense is: no salt fries, boring ass fries. 
Yeah, you got, got a saltless fry of a team, guys. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you cook, do you keep the cooks? Do you do you let Flores write out his contract? Those fries taste have. good with no salt, though. I I think I think you do have to let Flores finish his contract because I think we're going to get another quarterback, and I think you got to get you got to get yeah. I think two more years, just two more years of, uh, or not even two more years, just give one. him another year. But go get another quarterback, one and more. yeah, just one more. Go get him. Yeah, go I get think- him. Go get him because a because next year is going to be the same thing. No matter what quarterback we have, it's going to be all defensive minded, control yeah, the clock. The same. I mean, we've seen Jimmy we've do that to 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 Dan, and nobody liked that. Watching Jimmy handcuff Dan Marino. Yeah, was but ugly. we don't have a Dan Marino. It's exactly. That's like back to what but I was talking get about the other day. Here. We don't have that guy that the other team looks at. Like, damn, we got to stop him today. We don't all right. So, guy. how about this, guys? Joe Burrow. I know, yeah. right? Joe Burrow, man. That's that that pisses me off that I look at the Bengals surpassing the Dolphins as one of the best teams when it should be us in there. It's because they Not bought into gotta... the times. They realized that if the only way we're going to compete no, the Dolphins is trying to find plays down the field and score 38 points a game. Listen, it was it's common knowledge that Chris Greer threw everything and the refrigerator in for for the number one pick. They wanted Burrow. Everyone and, wanted Burrow because they Yeah, knew. I know, but from what I understand, they lined up every first round pick, every second round pick, and were willing to get like two players. So, but they didn't even listen to him. So, and I don't blame them because look at them. They got a burrow and they got them in a rookie contract. That's and why you don't that listen. Way. That's exactly right. But okay. So let's type, let's talk a little hypothetical here then, guys. Aaron Rodgers is open market. So is Russ. And so, and uh, Deshaun Watson, you know, he's got a love affair with the Dolphins, anyhow. And the Texans are willing to trade the same cost as everyone else it would cost. Who do we go with and why? We'll start with you, Cap. Um, Well, we're we're getting reports down here, man, from other uh, platforms that uh, that the Texans might not be interested in trading within the AFC. I mean, even though you know, Watson holds the cards to where he goes. They're not going to help in the process. So, you know, I just – we need to have a contingency plan. There's no doubt about this now more than ever. We need to have – I like that. I like that. Now, the the problem is, do you invest that one year if Aaron does decide to come down here? But from what I hear, he wants to go to San Fran. Russell Wilson, he's going to have the same issue if he comes down here with no O-line help. That's true. So, I mean – Yeah, but Russell – we've seen Russell shine bright when the spotlight's on. And uh, you know he's Russell's a top ten quarterback. Russell also had Marshawn Lynch behind him at all. Yeah, times. but we've seen what Russell can do. What about you, Mike? If if one of these three quarterbacks are all available, the cost is what it cost. Um, and we'll get into logistics of why it costs such a such an amount. But um, go ahead, Mike. Who, do you, who are you thinking want, as far as the best? I mean, obviously, I want longevity of a career so i'm going with, with sean watson just because of his age and and honestly he took a year off of football so um i just think that if you can if i'm with ross he's 81 years old he wants a championship as bad as any of us he owns the damn team deshaun watson i think gives us a better chance of winning over the next two to three years aaron Rodgers is a one-year fix maybe two-year fix but he's going to start declining eventually russell wilson yeah he hasn't is proved he, he can throw the ball yeah, yeah I know. Wilson That's the be... thing. Is he, though, or is Aaron Rodgers going to do it for five more years and look okay, like Aaron Rodgers for five does, more years? If he does, the amount of money Rodgers is going to require is going to be way more than what we're going to have to give up right now. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I think I, I don't look at the cap money with the cap that we got. So you can't money can't be the option. 
um, because we can afford any one of these guys. Well, I still uh, think, but I we still can think do like how like how what it's going to cost to get Deshaun Watson or what it's going to cost to get. I mean, is Aaron Rodgers still under contract through next year? I can't remember. Um, that was so a two year deal. It was a two year deal. So I think I think he's I think he's got the option next year. That's it. So I think I think he I think he's almost like a free agent. I don't know. Um, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade, though. None of them. Are, why would any of them want to come to Miami right now? Like, I mean, like no, which, which, one, which one of those quarterbacks is like, you know what? I'm watching this game. I could really gel in that system. Well, we know I, uh, it was Deshaun Watson that said that. Yeah, and, and my, my my mind my mindset is if Watson did come here, I think it would have that 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 Tom Tom Brady trickle down effect where people would want to come down and follow for the cheap. You know, that's just me. But I mean, if if, if Tampa Bay can do it and microwave it, what's wrong with not with, with trying to microwave it and do it down here? Well, with right. a young I guy think, like I mean, Deshaun, I think you're not clear, microwaving anything. If you I think, think the clear it. answer, I mean, if we have a choice, is Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I mean, you like take it. Aaron Rodgers will have that effect more than anybody. Aaron Rodgers comes; he's going to get the guys that are going to that are going to come play Adams with him for him no two or three what. years in Miami. You know what yeah. I mean? Well, uh, and I want to ask this thing with with Aaron Rodgers. You, you, Chris just hinted on this. You know, he needs a place where he's happy, and if he comes down here and has to deal with this bullshit, is he going to be happy? Well, Listen, yeah, no matter what, and, no matter which one of those three. No matter which one of those three, you have to completely change your whole system and just let them kind of do their thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's that would be the dream, right? You can't try it's to fit them into your system. Is, you you build a system around the way they play. This offense is ugly right now. That's why I'm kind of hoping for like an Aaron Rodgers type. So then he can be the pseudo Dan Marino where he can then say – F this crappy offensive plan. Screw all this. I'm winning a game. I don't know. I, I, I know Russ would do that, and I don't know. I don't know if, 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 Deshaun, if Deshaun comes here, is he going to be a good soldier and stick to a bad game and do what the offensive coordinators tell us? I don't know. Who knows I, if that year off has hurt him in any way, that's, man. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it could be great for his longevity, but the it would speed be one of the of game. The, everyone talks about the speed of the game. When you take that time off, and yeah, the but speed I don't know, the game man. Just even changes a millisecond for you. I couldn't imagine. That's what Deshaun, changes. The, that's what I changes. Uh, I can't imagine Deshaun letting anything stand in his way from the playoffs. I don't care if he's even put on Detroit. He's gonna will himself to the playoffs because this is a bad publicity thing. And the only way to get good publicity as a football player is do what you do best and be a great football player. That would help his publicity. You come out and win and get in the playoffs, no matter what market you're in, they're going to love you. So hopefully, God willing, that all this stuff comes out and it's a lot of it's misunderstanding. We don't know. We don't want to play into any of the victims. But if you also he got, is guilty you guys of have... what he's guilty of. The son of a bitch deserves to go to jail forever. So but what, no what, here's the thing, though. Like, you're also saying – Deshaun Watson out of those three is the least proven. That's you know what I mean? True. What has Deshaun Watson really done? He lit it up statistically and then lays, yeah. lays an egg in the playoffs, which is exactly what we want to avoid. Well, yeah, isn't, I, I, isn't, I, I, hey, isn't Devontae Adams going to be a free agent also? Yeah. yeah. They're going to franchise tag him. They haven't franchise tag anybody since like 2005 or something like that, but they're going to franchise They're not going to franchise tag him. It doesn't matter. If. The Dolphins aren't, don't go after big, flashy players anyways. Well, I was so, just going to say that if, if Aaron Rodgers comes here, it's arguably the better, best supporting cast he would have ever had on, in his career. We got two, you know, he's got, they all, he had Jordy Nelson uh, in Green Bay and Randall, Cobb. and Randall Cobb, but he's never had a true tight end like Jasicki. He's never had a guy like Waddle. He's never had a, uh, I mean, it, it would be fun to watch Rodgers here, but I still think I'd take Watson just because of his age. 
Yeah, but if you thought if you got Rogers, you got the money for Rogers and for Adams, and you bring them both. Yeah, that's the deal. And, and, and there's you, also and then you draft. You draft. Well, there's also the option of you pick up Aaron Rodgers in free agency if they really do believe in Tua. And Aaron Rodgers says, "Hey, I'll sign a two-year contract." They say, "Tua, ride out this two years and learn from Aaron Rodgers for two oh, years." Oh man, that would be the dream that, scenario. That could be a situation, but that would that that's totally. Uh, I mean, that's never been done before. Someone who basically has started a year and a half sit out for two more years because they realize, okay, you're not that good. Yeah, sit but down. Would you, would you and then you come hand back over the hey, mantle no, to hey, no, Rodgers but- as a respect? If it did, I mean, he's definitely got the the temperament to step right. down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Between his upbringing, I think the only one he would of- step down for would be Rodgers. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, why not? Mm-hmm. There's a he's definitely someone to. I mean, who? Rodgers Rogers would be great on this team. You you got to get the draft picks for two if you sign a quarterback. There's no question about that. You got to play them. The what, who's going to get what? Are That's they what get? I'm saying, right? I After a performance like this, who's paying what? I just I just think what? That, two years left or one year? Three. Tua? Three. Three, yeah. Three, yeah, yeah. three years. Just, What's he worth? Tua has, Tua has a lot that people would – like, I'm telling you right now, Sean Payton would be giddy to have him over the crap he's had this year. That's true. That's true. I could see Sean Payton. Like, well, I'm saying, game. what's his worth? What are they going to get? It would be a first yeah. rounder. That would be a it. first rounder. I don't even think you get a first. No way. I don't get a first. I think you can get a no second. No way they'll get a you first can't rounder. Take, you can't take a quarterback that's bought in the top 10 and sell them. They got a couple of centers and guards. They'll never get a first round pick for Tua. Oh, no, no. Bro, what are you talking about? You just still get a first rounder for Tua. Crazy. You'll probably get that Carolina first rounder this year. No that's why I've been predicting it, too. I've been predicting it to that Carolina. Because I would rather take the chances yeah, on a kid like done. Matt Corral in the first round than I would with Tua. Yeah, but is he going to drop? At least Matt Carolina? Corral, you don't Carolina's know what you're probably going to have Tua. what the eleventh, the twelfth pick I don't in the know. draft. I, I think you're 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 kind of hoping that Chris Greer didn't blow this one as big as he did, but he did. He blew it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't think Tua was Chris Greer's pick. If you want to know me honestly, I think no, I, think I don't Chris think so Greer. I think Chris Greer positioned three first round draft picks to spend them on a team. And then go and take and go after Deshaun Watson in free agency, but uh, that's not what happened. I think I think Ross fell in love with Tua the same way everyone else did at that halftime game. And uh, what a catch. on draft night, he says you're drafting. Yeah, this but guy. if you look at that draft, they took Tua, then they took Austin Jackson, and then they took Noah Igbenogany. We haven't seen Noah. Austin's been pretty much a whiff, and Tua's looking like a pick that was kind of second-guessed. All of the draft picks in the first round after that point have been pretty damn good by him, if I do say so myself. And a lot of his picks, I know he's, I know he yeah, was the here's Xavier the problem, Howard pick. Though. I know he's picked Javon Holland. Here's the problem, though. Raekwon. They're pretty damn that good first picks, round. but they end up being pretty damn good picks for other people. Say go, say go, yeah, Dolph. Say go, So, Dolph. like, what does it matter? No. <laughs> what a cutie! Look at that! Look at that red hair on that girl, huh? Yeah, dude, it's absurd. I got another one that has red hair too. Then, then, I, then I got a blondie. Say hi. Hi. Say go dolphin. Hello. Yay! <laughs> what a cutie. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, if in a perfect world, um, Tua would just get this right. And he would somehow miraculously take us into the playoffs and fix all this because today really upset me because it wasn't that the loss upset me. It was that Tua looked so bad that now here's our conversation. 
What can we do with this team that's chalk loaded with young talent with finally a good coach? How are we gonna how are we gonna what are we gonna go from here? If you get a quarterback in this league, you got nothing. Well, history shows nothing. history shows that a move the Dolphins make is like a trade is like trade for like Jimmy Garoppolo or someone like that. Like trade to uh or not even trade to they're they're not gonna want to it, just trade for like Jimmy Garoppolo or someone like uh Jared Goff, someone stupid that would just keep us in the same position that we're in. That's what history shows the Dolphins would do. So hopefully someone like Aaron Rodgers would be completely different. Yeah, but um, I'm hoping that that narrative to the history of the Dolphins is different it has because, to. Of, because of Chris Greer. But Better. then again, then again, Maybe there's must. only so many. There's only so many 14th overall draft picks you can handle before you well, have here's, to say it's here's not something I, I said a couple weeks back. If the only constant I've seen in this team for a while is the owner, and it's been scandals, it's been a shit show since he's owned it. Now I get it. He's given this team everything as far as buildings and facilities. And done all this work to this stadium, and his philanthropy amongst the city of Miami, Miami, is to be noted and uh, you know thanked none the least. But if if as him with his impatience, which we've seen him be overpatient, or his wishy washiness, I don't know is his hand too much in it. I don't know what he needs to do, but he's next in line for the pitchforks and the torches running out of town because this team isn't gonna these this fan base ain't gonna take it. We're, we're having enough of this mediocrity. Give me shit or give me gold, please, bro. Because this is just – it's the worst place to be in the NFL is right here where we've And we've been, been here for 20 for years. 20 years. 20 years. Something's got to change. Smart. Somewhere's got to change. Mark, to answer your question, the, the dire need right now is offensive line help. It really is. <laughs> If it and if this quarterback had a better offensive line, if it had Dallas's offensive line, we'd be singing a different tune, man. Yeah, I do think. I, yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, Gase was uh, that was a uh, I can't I'll never forget his eyeballs. They just who hired him? Nuts, but that was yeah, Greer. Who, who hired? No, who hired Adam Gase? Greer. Tannebaum hired him. No, Chris Greer didn't hire him. So that Chris was fired him. Maybe that was a good thing, Ben. Yes, he did That's fire him. That's the best him. thing Chris Greer's ever done. He blew up the team. I'll give him – listen, not for nothing. He at least had the – You don't have to blow up a team Chris, that's already crashed on the side of the road. Chris, well, I have a question. He came in to tow the bus. Chris, right. I have a question for you. You mentioned What's something, and, and I don't mean to stir the pot, and maybe we shouldn't, but you said we finally have a good coach, but what's proven we have a good coach? Okay, you're right about that. But better than I've seen around here. A what coach is proven that, that he's a good coach besides your your optimism? I'll tell you what's proven it. What's you, you proven think, it you think is, Ross would go after? You think Ross would go after um, Harbaugh again? I don't know, man. I, I would. wouldn't want. I don't think I want Harbaugh here. And Harbaugh is is because possible. you have to understand that Flo takes on that Belichick mindset, and not, and Belichick's one of a kind. He's, it's like the Saban effect. None of Saban's assistants can really get over that hump. It's kind of the same thing with Bill Belichick when you look at it, right? Romeo Cornell, Bill O'Brien, 
um, Eric Mangini, Flores, all these guys, they're like, okay, Frable, they're like, okay, but they can never get over that, that hump. It's because they take on that mindset that Bill Belichick has of the older mindset that I could just out-coach everybody. We have to bring someone in that's going to bring in this new age of flashy, swagger, attractive, like something that's going to change the culture as a whole. And someone like Harborough does that. He does. He does, he brings a newer new age mindset to the Wouldn't game. Wouldn't one of those three quarterbacks do that though? That we'd bring in if that not were if to happen. The, I mean, not if who's who's not if we're still calling seven yard out routes to Smythe. Yeah, but I would hope that bringing in one of these superior arm talents, I understand why they're calling the seven yard out routes to Smythe because two is a system quarterback, and I was fi- I'm fine with the system. But I didn't see the system be played proper today. I seen them try to make him into Aaron Rodgers, and it blew up in our that's face. That's the problem. I'm and not that's, fine with the system. I'm okay with the system because I see New England do it with elite defenses and a system, and I get it. Man, that was 20 it was years Brady, ago. I agree. I agree. Hey. I agree. He wasn't Tom Brady in the first six years. He it was. Yeah, he was. He's I mean, Tom yes, Brady. But he wasn't the Tom Brady. It's like saying he is Michael now. Jordan wasn't Michael Jordan when he started his career. He was still Michael Jordan. Everyone well, that's knew a little who different. that guy Michael was. Jordan didn't come out the last pick Look, guy in the round of some crap hole. All I on the say, triple. T- yeah, it does. It matters a lot, bro. Come on, I, man. I Don't say, say that. Be different if he this. came out number one overall pick, Tom Brady, and was winning. Michael Super Bowl. Jordan wasn't the number one overall pick. I got that, but he was still Michael Jordan off the rip. Tom Brady wasn't. He had to sit. He sat around. Who was Tom Brady then? I'm not saying that. He's the Tom. (laughs) The goat wasn't the goat then. He turns into the goat. It takes time. You got to win all that. And those first Super Bowls that they won were defensive oriented in a system. And I was fine with building it this long term way because in my head, it would imagine to me that Tua with his skill set would be a Breeze type quarterback. And even Breeze early on wasn't that good. That's why he didn't stick with the team that he did. They wanted some more talent on the arm. But getting him enough time to grow into a system with the control would 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 get you where he would then have a well, wealth Drew of knowledge also and went break to a coach. Down. Drew Brees also went to a coach that was taking on the new age. He's an offensive-minded coach. I mean, coach. Sean You're Payton's right. a Hall of Fame coach. It's he is. He is. Different. I mean, but look, and when you asked this earlier, what do I see in Flo that tells me he's a great coach or a, a competent enough coach is look, man, we've seen teams get off the rails and players act different ways. If it's been pretty consistent with how this team yeah, responds to their coach, no, listen, they just went on a seven game winning streak, guys. So it, can't, it ain't all shit. I, I so, get that, but at the end of the year, it's the end of the whole, season. It's the same thing. You're losing this. No, I get it. We're still in the season. same time loop with this yeah. Dolphins. I agree. Um, and it's not the time loop that the Browns are on because the Browns are like that level below. They're stirring at the bottom. But how? I mean, we're, we do the same thing as that. I got that. We're stirring in the middle. I'm not saying let's sit at the mountaintops and go, yay, Dolphins. I agree. I'm pissed as hell. My point is, is that I think Flo, as the coach, has the ability to lead men and get them to follow him and work. I do think he's got a coaching hire problem on offense. His defense is pretty good. Actually, I think he's got a coaching hire all over the damn deal. Um, they've gone too young in a lot of ways. And I'm willing to let this team grow as we have. But we're in the third year now. And I don't know, man. I mean, it is a young team, guys, but it is it's bleak. It looks pretty fucking bleak. So guys. here's just, the my, go, Mike. 
I was just saying, and Kev, I want you to answer the question too. Is my whole point is like, I, it's not that I don't like Flo. Obviously, he's done some good things. He got the team playing the way they're supposed to play. I get that, and I'll give him credit all day long for changing the way this team used to play from before he got here to now. But at the same time, at the end of the year, we're still not in playoffs. We're still not doing anything different than we've done in the last twenty years. So what well, makes him a lateral good? move this year, guys? We won ten games last year, and we're not winning ten this year. So that's <laughs> at, at the very Here, least, it's lateral, and it's not. If anything, it's a step back. So here's Flores to me is like how Randy Shannon was at Miami, right? It was uh, it was players' bad. coach. It was the guys played hard for him. He could lead men. Everyone liked um Yeah, but Randy Shannon moments. was, no, was no, no, a no. likable guy too, and Flo's very reserved and closed off. And Flo's stuff. A, so everyone likes Flo. Yeah, no but, one, no one hates Flo. Yeah, but I'm I mean, saying, Randy they're all they're all the same thing. Now. They're finished. Thanks, by a name, Thanks, a name. Appreciate you stopping in, man. Like and subscribe. Well, I, yeah, I, brother. I, I, Thanks I a lot. I can see the man, comparison bro. when you bring up when, when you bring up Randy Shannon because Randy Shannon was linked to all the Northwestern kids yeah. back in the day. And he tried to make that system implemented yep. in UM, and, and it really didn't work in his favor. To, I was just talking to someone about it before. He had Bridgewater and Devontae Parker both going to come to Miami, and they fired Randy Shannon, which because he had to get fired. They hired Al Golden. They were like, we don't want to play for this goofball from the Northeast. So they went and played for Charlie Strong in Louisville. Because yep. Charlie Strong had the Florida roots, you know what I mean? He had the guys, yeah. but it's just what it was. Well, Charlie Strong to me at Texas is what Flores is in Miami. Yeah, same thing. Same thing. So, all right, guys. Then what do we do? Do we blow it all up? Yeah. No. Yes. No, yes. We don't no, well, that, 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 that seems like that's the that's – the, that's, I don't want to say it's the narrative, but, you know, it's not even four years yet, and we're still having all these questions. This, the this same thing. Hour. It's the same thing. Hey, the players aren't going anywhere. You blow this up, you bring in competent coaching, I think it's a whole different ballgame. So, Flo goes, Chris Greer goes, Tua goes, and we just slide into the new regime of something got else. To. We got then to. we will find ourselves continuing on this. Okay, there's not like there's a coach. Okay, maybe John Harbaugh could come in here and bring a lot, but then he's got to bring – you're right. He does have a coaching staff. It doesn't staff have to be a big name coach, but like it's gotta, like, be, it's gotta be because no, it when look we don't like get what, to the playoffs, like the guy. it's hey, it's only his no, first listen, year. Listen, it's only his first listen, listen. How about a running back? Yeah, like a running back great. that can run in December. <laughs> like you know, a, a running back, running back. Yeah, Mark. So hey, Mark doesn't look like Darren Sproles. Mark, thanks for stopping by, man. Appreciate your input. No, but what I'm saying is look at someone like Zach Taylor that the Bengals brought in. He's not this prolific coach, but he brings in a new age offensive mind. That's what you have to bring in. He was on our team. He was was here. He was our quarterback coach. I'm saying you bring in a mind that is getting full reins of being able to isn't Charlie Fry supposed to be our Zach Taylor right now? So what we'll do is we'll let go of guys like Charlie Fry. He'll go somewhere and get an offensive coordinating job. Next thing you know, we're watching him. I don't know. Take the yeah. freaking. He'll take Minnesota over the job with the Titans. He'll take over the job the with Texans, the Texans, and yes. the Texans yep. will end up having a great offense. So why we have is to bring it someone us in to here the that have to be cursed? We watch our talented coaches, our talented players go and have success everywhere else. It's what because is it the system can... in place we have no. sucks. What system? We get different coaches in different regimes. The, the culture the as a whole. It's so it's the sucks. owner. So it's the it's owner. Just vanilla. It's just vanilla constant. ass. He's only, the only constant that I said. It's the owner. He yep. has to have a specific type of guy, maybe, that he and can control. Is it his wishy-washiness? We just played vanilla ass football, man, and we have Bro, for 20 then why? Years. Why? 
Why though? I, I, well, it's owner. It's the owner. I think that that was my next question: is is are we going to be are we going to be stuck in this perpetual we cycle? Have to put the, the definition blame of, somewhere. The well, blame so there's a guy. So the okay, guy, so big the cat. The, the guy, def- big cat from Barstool, is on Twitter right now with probably like four thousand people talking about two is not the guy. What's next? So they're all talking about it. There's, yeah, and that's why everyone's talking about it. That's my it's thing. Though, bad, like, okay, it's so are we real gonna, bad. Are we going to be stuck in this uh, perpetual circle of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over again, or are we going to uh, until Ross leaves? Well, because how many, Ross, coaches, have we, Ross, how many coaches have we gone through since Ross has been the owner? We've gone through how many coaches? Five. Yeah, at and least. that's what I'm saying. Like Ross, Ross and, has and, to sell the team. Who was his first coach? We all lost that? the same way with each coach. We've lost the same way, except for for Saban, hauling ass. But that was with Hyzinga. Who was his but, first coach? Who's the first coach he hired? Was it Wanstat? Uh, no, his first coach he hired was Sperano. Oh, remember he brought yeah. in the Big Tuna, and he was the the czar, and he wiped everything out. And Sperano was his guy. But what happened when Sperano got in here? Uh, uh, Stephen Ross limited him, and before long, when Sperano built a team that they liked, yeah, it wasn't the offense that we wanted, but it was a team that took us to the playoffs. And not not a year and a half after the playoffs. He's him and his wife and everything is feuding with the owner and he's, you know, on the plane ride home. It's a, it's a famous story around in Miami about how they treated Tony Sprano on the way out. And granted, Tony Sprano wasn't a head coach mind and wasn't some great thing. It's not like he went and did great things, but that same, yeah, God bless you. Uh, RIP, you know, but he, it was the same thing that happened to him. It was, Clipping him off, talking behind his back, you know, looking for John Harbaugh. That was what it was. He was shopping out Tony Sperano's job before he fired him to John Harbaugh. And that kind of same scandalousness or scandalousness that is okay in the business world, guys. I mean, let's get real, especially a friggin' uh, real estate broker and builder like him. That's how you snag someone's property out from underneath them. That's how the business is done. Well, maybe that's just poisoned people from coming to Miami and look I've and I said this after the win I can't remember how many times in this regime or excuse me with this owner and now with this regime where the Dolphins have sat in the fourth corner as Dolphin fans and we're kicking our feet up going we're winning this game even back in the day with these other coaches we would beat the teams we're supposed to beat but we would barely beat them it was like a trick play and stuff like that these last couple of weeks, we, we beat that ass in some ways. Not the way we should have, especially against the Saints. We should have dogged them. But I believe in Flo, and I believe in Chris Greer. I'm just wondering how much this owner is really hindering this team at this point because I don't know what's going on, but he seems to be the only constant left. So, yeah, and real quick, I'm going to be jumping off, guys, but I just want to say one thing. It's fins up till I die, no matter what. I do. I will support. I will support Flores. I will support Greer. I will support Tua because they are part of the Dolphins organization right now. If they're not here, then I won't support them anymore. But I'm I'm gonna support this team. Today sucked. Today sucked terribly. But at the end of the day, I'm still my Miami Dolphins fan. They're still my favorite team. And you know, there's there's we gotta hold hope that it's gonna get different. But st- something's gotta change. And if it starts at the top, it starts at the top. But something has to change. It has to start at the top. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, well, yeah. The thing is, it's like they already have the 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 predecessor in place. Like once Ross is out, they already got his his partner's going to be the owner right right after that. So the cycle yeah. has to change somewhere within that realm. 
Yeah, but Ross is the, Ross is the kind of guy that it's his his word is at the end of the day it's what matters, and maybe this new guy will be able to listen to some of the you know just the people you bring in to do the job that you're not really supposed to do. You let them do their job. But guys, I just want to say thanks, All man. Right, Mike, see you later, me. brother. Yep, later, see you, bro. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's bleak for Dolphins fans right now. It sucks. We hate this type of feeling. Um, it's never fun. I, I I can't I can't take it, man. Um. All right, but uh, I'm going to go over one last time. I'm going to go ahead and close this show up, guys. Um, we will be doing other shows this week. Cap, be oh, sure yeah. to come, come back in, stay in touch. we got some betting shows coming up. Kev and Brandon, the bookie, will be doing their show. Drop the mic, all that stuff. Yeah, guys, come on, join by. we are giving away this week um, Madden for either whatever game console you have. If And we'll get the digital code for it. You can download it on whatever game console you got. So we're, just, we're gonna wait for whoever the winner is. We have to figure yeah, we're out gonna, what system we're gonna, you got and then we'll buy it then. That's but. right, that's right. Um, we're giving away Madden. Um, the way you're gonna have to win it, I will discuss um, on tomorrow's episode. I'm gonna do a breakdown like I always do. Um, also guys, we have two cards we're giving away this week. It is Derrick Henry and it is Eddie George. They're both in mint condition. I will mail them to you. The way you win those cards is you like, share, subscribe, share the video to two different social medias. Hit me up in the email. It's at the Fins Tailgate on Gmail. Everything is the Fins Tailgate all over the place. You could find us. Uh, the cards are yours. I do have you know some swag in the coming up weeks. I'm gonna be giving away. There's a lot of uh, a lot of shows we're gonna do between now and the you know. Whenever we stop doing them, because we're too damn old, so we will give stuff away. Stay tuned for the, you know, to learn how to get the Madden game tomorrow. Cap, thanks a lot, man, for stopping yeah, by, man, brother. I really coming, appreciate man. it, man. Anytime the door's always open to you, Absolutely. Cap. You know that, doggy. As Cap will tell you, as he is a recipient of a Dolphins ticket, I love to be charitable and have fun with my Dolphins brethren. And he's seen how we get down and party down over there at the tailgate party that never stops. Take it easy, guys. I'll see you guys next time. Thank <laughs> you.